Thank you, Gloria. She did triple duty today. She played for breaking of bread, for the birthdays, and for this, and we're so thankful for her. Let's bow our heads and ask the Lord to bless us, shall we? Our blessed Heavenly Father, we thank you for the birth of our King, the King of glory, the King of angels, who was born into this world to save us. And we're so thankful, Lord. And we pray now that the Holy Spirit will be our teacher and guide us into all truth and hide me behind the cross, Lord. We pray that the words spoken today will touch lives in a major and powerful way. And we just give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Christmas is the gift-giving season, and everybody loves to give gifts and receive gifts, and it's a wonderful time. Well, American Express did a survey about Christmas gifts and found that fruitcake was most often mentioned, 31% of the time, from a list of the worst holiday gifts. <laughs> it even finished ahead of no gift. <clears throat> it's that bad. <clears throat> When asked how to dispose of a bad gift, the question was asked, how, you, how do you do it? 30% would hide it in the closet, 21% would return it, and 19% would give it away. But be careful if you give it away because it might come back at the New Year's celebration, the fruitcake, it might come back, right? It's amazing. But giving gifts is very special because God gave the very best gift he could give when he gave us his son. Thomas A. Akampas said, A wise lover values not so much the gift of the lover as the love of the giver. And we are the recipients of such a great gift. Aren't we glad that when God gives his gifts, we don't have to hide them in the closet. We don't have to return them. We don't have to give them away because the gift that God gives us is the best for us. Yes, and the best gift that he gave was his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The title of our message today is Jesus is the Indescribable it's taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 15 that says, But thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Many of us have been blessed by Randy and Natalie's Christmas card. I have it up, and I didn't even realize it until after I had prepared this message. This goes right along with what your card says about the gift, because God's gift fits every person every heart, and we're so thankful uh, for it. He's an indescribable gift. The word indescribable means too unusual, extreme, or indefinite to be adequately described, and Jesus is that and more so. Just imagine trying to describe the best gift you've ever had in your life. It's not easy to do, but the best gift that I know I've ever received, and that probably you would say the same, is the gift of Jesus Christ. He is truly a gift that keeps on giving. 
not just at Christmas, but all through the year. Not just through the year, but through all our years. And not just through all our years, but through eternity. The best gift is the gift of Jesus. And we're so thankful for it. R.W. Emerson said, The only gift is a portion of thyself. And that's what Jesus did. But he didn't give us just a portion of himself. He gave us all of himself to every believer. And what a blessing that is for us. I had prepared a message and I was all ready to have, I had it prepared. I told Ada what I was speaking on, everything like that. But the Lord changed it. He changed it. So I think we'll save that message for the first of the year because it'll actually go better with the first of the year. And today we'll talk about this gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to look at three things. They all start with the letter P. The Lord Jesus Christ, the indescribable gift. He is the perfect gift. Secondly, he is the precious gift. And third, he is the personal gift. And it is a blessing to think of it. He's the perfect gift. So many times when we want to buy gifts for each other, we want to get the perfect gift, don't we? And the best gifts that I know I have ever received have been those that are handmade. Do you know that I still have on my Christmas tree an ornament that Cindy Rolf gave me years ago before she was even Cindy Rolf? She was Cindy Keenan then. And she gave me this little ornament of a tennis player because Adel and I used to always play tennis. And I still put it on my tree. And I think of you every time. And I have like personal ones on my tree. It's so cool with the kids' pictures and things. It's, it's great. But God knows how to give the perfect gift. And it's such a blessing. James chapter 1 and verse 17 is one of my favorite verses. And it says this, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. God gives good gifts. He gives perfect gifts. And he gives them to us sinners, us imperfect people who don't deserve it. And he gives us the gift of his son. John 3.16 illustrates the fact that this gift is perfect. And we all know this verse very well that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I turned this off. These are spam calls. This is a spam call. <laughs> it is. I get so many of these, and that was the same one that called during the breaking of bread. <laughs> they don't give up. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> God is the greatest giver of all, and he gave us the greatest gift of all. And he wrapped up this gift in the gift of his son. And he also gave us inside that gift two other gifts. The gift of the Holy Spirit and the gift of eternal life. Have you ever received a gift where you open up the first gift and inside that gift is another gift? I say, wow, this is a bonus. I get another gift inside this gift. And then 
Well, lo and behold, inside that second gift is a third gift. So in that one gift, you get three gifts. And that's what God does. He gives us over and above what we could ever ask for or think about. And God's gifts are always practical. Someone once said, life is full of complications. Think of your own. Look around to the world. Listen to the news. Read the newspaper. God comes to our complex lives to remind us of our need for and simplicity of love. How many of our life's problems and challenges can be made better if our response is not in anger, haste, resentment, or envy, but could change us to an act of love. Yes, God wants us to receive his gift and to go out and share it with others. Yes, his gift is an unspeakable gift. The King James calls that indescribable gift the unspeakable gift. It's the same thing. We don't have words to describe. And it is such a blessing. Now, Isaiah tried, and I give him so much credit for this. He tried to describe this indescribable gift in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. And we're all familiar with this verse. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. What a description. It's a great description. But even, even Jesus, he is so great, he goes beyond any description that we can state of him, because he is the perfect gift. Have you received that perfect gift? If you haven't, you can do it today. You can receive God's perfect gift by accepting Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior. Confess your sins. Repent. Ask Him to come in and take over your life, and He'll do it. He is the perfect gift. Secondly, not only is He the perfect gift, but He is the precious gift. I love that word precious. It's a very special word. It has to do with great value. It's something that's priceless. The word precious is defined as an object, substance, or resource of great value, not to be wasted or treated carelessly. Sometimes we take the gift that God gives us and we don't take it seriously or we take it for granted. And we should not do that. We should remember how special he is, how wonderful he is, how precious he is to every believer. You know, it's always amazing to me when I hear these great singers sing these Christmas carols like this. Frank Sinatra, Perry Como, Andy Williams, Bing Crosby. I love it. Bill loves it. We listened to it in the car the other day when we went to the men's lunch. And I oftentimes wonder, do these, peop these secular singers who aren't saved that are singing these beautiful songs, do they realize the meaning of what they're singing? If they did, they would get saved. They would give their lives to Christ. They would want to live all for him. But they're just singing it as a song, as a beautiful song. And they have wonderful voices. But do they really know the Lord? When you know him, you know he's precious. He's special. He's the best. 
Oftentimes when we use the word precious, we talk about precious metals like gold and silver and platinum and these things that are so costly. Or we talk about diamonds. Or we talk about precious jewels or stones like this. And they are. They are precious. But they're nothing, nothing compared to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is over and above anything or anyone that we have in this world. And I am so thankful for that. You know, Peter was an old fisherman. And he was one of the 12 disciples. But he went on to be one of the greatest preachers and evangelists and missionaries that he, he was. He was tremendous. And he wrote two letters in the New Testament, 1 Peter and 2 Peter. And in those two letters, he uses the word precious seven times. Isn't that wonderful? You can go home and read it. Look for them. There's seven of them there. And the one that really touched my heart was 1 Peter 2 and verse 7 that says this, Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We are so thankful that when we know the Lord, he is precious to us, and we can thank him for what he has done for us. His blood is precious. His life is precious. Everything about the Lord Jesus is precious. A man named Payne said this, What we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. Yes, tis dearness only that gives everything its value. Someone said, we know the cost of everything, but the value of nothing. Isn't that amazing? We can put, we can put a monetary value on certain things, but do we really know the value of other things? that are more important than money. Yes, we can never underestimate or undervalue the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He shed his precious blood to give us a precious faith so that we can claim his precious promises. That's what Peter said. He uses all three of those. Yes, it's such a blessing. And I love that hymn, and we sing it sometimes. It's by Rhea F. Miller. And the title of it is, I'd Rather Have Jesus. And it says, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-scarred or nail-pierced hand than to be the king of a vast domain or be held in sin's dread way, I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I'll ask you a question today. Is Jesus precious to you? Do you love him? Remember how the Lord said to Peter three times, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And three times he answered back, Lord, you know I love you. And he changed Peter in that moment. Peter had been so discouraged from denying the Lord, and the Lord picked him up, forgave him, and he went on to a great Christian life. So the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ, this indescribable gift, is perfect. It's a perfect gift. And secondly, it is a precious gift, but it's also a personal gift. 
a personal gift. God's gifts are personalized to us. When God gives a gift, he doesn't use a cookie cutter. He doesn't use a mold so that each person has the same. Even though the gift is the same, he tailors it. He suits it just for us. He loves us. That's why we can be sitting in an audience like this and we can be hearing a message and we feel like the Lord, you're speaking directly to me. And that's what I feel about this message. It speaks directly to me. And I'm thankful for that personal gift. Paul felt that way in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Because in this, he talks about himself here and what the Lord has done for him. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I realized for the first time how many pronouns are used here. He uses the word I. He uses it so many times here and the word me. Four times he uses the word I and two times he uses the word me. It's a practical, personal gift that God gives us. And when he gives us eternal life and forgives us of our sins, it's for us. And it's often been said, if I was the only sinner in this world, Jesus would still have died on that cross for me. But he didn't just die for me. He didn't just die for you. He died for the sins of the whole world. Isn't it amazing that his blood can wash away the sins of the whole world? Yes, this gift of God must be received. This gift of God must be treasured. And this gift of God must be used for his glory. You know, when someone wins a major golf tournament or major tennis tournament in particular, it's an individualized sport, whether it's the U.S. Open, the Masters, Wimbledon, whatever it is there. These are trophies, and they have the biggest trophies. And when they win them, they hold them up high. Well, while the tournament is being played, they have this engraver that is ready to put the name of the person on the trophy. And the other day we were watching it, the, the tennis tournament, and they showed behind the scenes the tournament had just ended and the man was engraving, uh, they, he was engraving Novak Djokovic's name on the trophy on the last tournament that they played and it was like unbelievable and it's there it's there for the rest of life their names are on that trophy they do the same thing with teams in sports they'll write the team name and they'll have the year that they won the championship and it's always going to be there but things will be will be end up being destroyed in this world the best thing is god writes your name and he writes my name on the palms of his hand. And he writes your name, and he writes my name. He writes it in the book of life, in the Lamb's book of life. It will never disappear. It will be there for eternity, and we will be with him for all eternity. And I am so thankful for that. What a blessing it is. So when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, we have a personal relationship with him. It's not a religion, it's a personal relationship, and it's so encouraging. So as we 
finish this message today, let's remember that Jesus is the gift this Christmas. Jesus is the indescribable gift. He's the perfect gift. He's the precious gift. And he's the personal gift just for you and for me. And we should rejoice this Christmas season that God gave the gift of his son. In conclusion, I'm going to read a poem that I found which is entitled Unspeakable Gift. And this is what it says. On that first tranquil Christmas night, love streamed into the world so bright. The Lord Jesus was born Emmanuel, forever here with mankind in love to dwell. Go away, you scammers. Ah, ah I try to turn this thing off, but it goes on to vibrate. Sorry. Okay. The darkened skies over Judean hills with glorious light and song are filled. Angels announce the birth of a Savior today, the wondrous love of God in a manger on display. Thanks be to God for his wondrous gift today. Serene peace, tranquility along the human way. God intervenes in the affairs of man, forever in love with, his, with us, willing to stand. Grace and mercy freely to us he imparts. Joy floods into human minds and hearts. Christ is born in Bethlehem on Christmas Day. Praise be to God for his love-wrapped gift today. Shall we just close in a word of prayer? Our blessed Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to save us. Lord, you saw our need. You knew our need. You loved us so much that you sent the best, the best gift, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be our Savior and to die for us. We pray if there's anyone here today that does not know you as Lord and Savior, that today would be the day. Lord, it is a triumphal day. It is a beautiful day to remember what our Savior has done. And Lord, you are the indescribable gift that we can never thank you enough for. And we just pray you'll dismiss us with your blessing. Help us to be encouraged today, this Christmas season, with our indescribable gift. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.